Hello, friends. Sleep Tight Stories, Sleep Tight Relax, and Sleep Tight Science are now available to play on Story Button, the device that makes it easy to listen to our shows and more without having to use a phone or tablet. This month, you can save $10 at storybutton.com when you use the code SLEEPTIGHT. Story Button, the home of imagination. Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Slicko is still living with Bob and his sisters, and she is learning new tricks. The second trick she learns is how to hop through a paper circle. It takes a bit of time for Slicko to realize that this is what Bob wants her to do. But once she does, Bob teaches her more and more tricks. Slicko has become so tame that the door to her cage is left open now, and she can run throughout the house wherever she wants. When winter passes and spring starts to arrive, something stirs inside Slicko. What does it mean? Slicko, Chapter 10 Come on! Get the apple, Slicko, called Bob. How can she when you keep putting that paper hoop in front of her? Asked Bob's sister, Molly. She'll go through it, said Sally. That's just what I want her to do, Bob answered with a laugh. It will be a fine trick. Slicko did not understand all of this talk, but she did want that apple. And when she heard Bob say trick, she began to understand that, after all, perhaps the hoop was only put in front of her for fun. So the next time she ran toward the piece of apple on the table and the boy moved the paper hoop in front of her, Slicko gave a sudden little jump and right through the paper she went, breaking a hole in it and landing close to the piece of apple. Hooray, cried the boy. There she goes. Oh, wasn't that cute, exclaimed Molly. Just too sweet for anything, spoke Sally. I hope she didn't hurt herself. Hurt herself? Of course not, cried Bob. How could she, when the paper was so soft and thin? And she has learned another trick now, haven't you, Slicko? Slicko was too busy eating the apple to answer, even if she could have spoken boy language. She sat up on her hind legs with her tail spread over her head and, holding the bit of apple in her paws, which were like little hands, she nibbled at the sweet pulp. Will she do it again? asked Molly. I guess so, answered the boy. I'll try her once more. This time I'll give her a nut. When Slicko had finished eating the apple, Bob took her gently up in his hands and set her down at one end of the table. On the other end, he placed some pieces of hickory nut meat with the shells off. Ah, thought Slicko, they look good. 
I can eat them without stopping to gnaw off the hard shell. The little jumping squirrel started toward the pile of nut meat, but before she could reach them, Bob put in front of her another hoop covered with paper. Just as she had done at first, Slicko tried to run to one side, but Bob kept the hoop in front of her. Slicko had forgotten about jumping through, even though she had done it only a little while before. Most animals are that way when they first learn a new trick. They forget very easily until they have done it over and over again. It was this way with Slicko. But as Bob kept the hoop in front of her and she kept smelling the nice nuts at the other end of the table, it came into Slicko's head that she must jump through the paper of the hoop to get them, just as she had done to get the piece of apple. Here I go, thought the little squirrel. She gave another little jump and right through the second paper hoop she went, coming down on the table close to the nut meats, which she began to eat, and they tasted very good indeed. Ah, she did the trick again, cried Bob. What a cunning squirrel, exclaimed Molly. She's just too sweet for anything, said Sally. Slicko understood a little of this talk, and she was glad she had pleased the children. She was beginning to be very happy in her new home, and she liked Bob and his sisters very much. The boy had Slicko jump through the paper hoops several more times that day, and then he put her back in the big wire cage and let her rest. Wild animals do not like to be doing tricks all the time. They get tired just the same as you and I. The next day, Slicko did the hoop tricks again, and soon she was so smart that she knew as soon as she saw Bob with the paper-covered things, that she was to do her jumping trick. She did not have to have a piece of apple placed at one end of the table to make her jump now. But each time after she was through doing her little tricks, she was given something good to eat. That is always the way to train wild animals or pets. Be kind to them when they have done what you want them to do. Slicko lived in the house with the boy for several weeks. The weather had gotten cooler now and winter would soon be here. Slicko could tell this for sometimes the windows of the room in which her cage stood were left open and she could feel the cold wind but her fur coat was growing warm and thick now, and she would not have minded being outdoors, no matter how cold it was, if she had plenty to eat. But after all, Slicko was rather glad that she had a good home for the coming winter. She remembered how, when she had lived in the home nest, she had heard her papa and mama talking in their chatter language about how hard it was sometimes to find things to eat 
when the white snow covered the ground. Squirrels always store away nuts, but sometimes they cannot get enough. And sometimes the winter is so long that they eat up all they have in their nest before it is time for spring to come and bring other food. But that can't happen to me here, thought Slicko. No matter how cold it is outside or how much snow there is, I will be warm in this house and Bob and his sisters will give me enough to eat. After all, maybe it is a good thing Bob caught me and brought me here. Bob taught his pet squirrel other tricks. He taught Slicko to crawl right up to his pocket and go to sleep there. He also taught her to go into his pockets after lumps of sugar and other good things to eat. When she had found them, she would come out and sit on his shoulder to eat them. This always made the children who saw it laugh, and they thought Slicko was a very cute squirrel indeed. Bob's sisters tried to teach Slicko tricks, but they wanted to make a sort of doll of her. And though Slicko was a girl squirrel, she knew nothing of dolls. Oh, wouldn't she look cute dressed up in one of my doll's dresses? Asked Molly one day. Yes, indeed, let's try it, exclaimed Sally. They took Slicko out of her cage, and though they handled her very gently, the little squirrel did not like being put inside a doll's dress. Oh, isn't she too cute? cried Molly. Yes, said Sally. Now, Let's put her in the doll carriage and wheel her around. But this was too much for Slicko. It was bad enough to be dressed up like a doll. But when it came to being put in a thing on wheels and driven around the room, that was more than Slicko could stand. She did not mind her wire wheel in the cage, but she did not like to be wheeled in the carriage. Out she jumped, and with her paws, she pulled off the doll's dress that had been tied on her. Then, chattering as loudly as she could, she ran to her cage and hid in the little place where she slept. There, Molly and Sally could not get her. Oh, well, never mind. Let's play with our real dolls, said Molly. Maybe Bob wouldn't like us to dress up his squirrel. All right, agreed Sally, and Slicko was glad to be left alone. She did not mind when Bob taught her tricks. If I learn a number of them, thought Slicko, I will be as smart as Squinty or Mappo or Tum Tum. I wonder if I will ever see them again. Slicko felt a little sad when she thought of her animal friends. Then she began thinking of her father and mother, of her sister and brothers, and her Aunt Whitey. I wonder where Aunt Whitey could be, thought Slicko. I would like to see her again. At these times, Slicko became a little lonesome and homesick. But whenever she was beginning to get too sad, Bob would come, 
take her out of the cage and either give her something good to eat or put her through some tricks. Then Slicko would be happy once more. As the days went on, Slicko became so tame that the door of her cage was never shut. She could come and go as she pleased, and she roamed all around the house. She would come to the dinner table and sit up near Bob, who would feed her from his plate. And then she would scramble into his pocket to get a bit of sugar. The winter came with its cold and snow. Slicko stayed in the warm house. Then the days began to get warmer. Spring was coming. One day, it was warm enough for the windows of the room where Slicko's cage stood to be opened. The little squirrel smelled the fresh air of spring. She seemed to smell the cool green woods where the trees were just beginning to put on their new green dresses of leaves. Something seemed to be calling to Slicko. She heard the hum of bees, the songs of birds, and the chatter of other squirrels. A strange feeling came over Slicko. She wanted to run away to the woods. She looked all around the room. No one was there. The door of her cage was open. Softly on her pattering feet, Slicko ran to the window. She climbed to the sill, looked out into the garden, and off to the woods. Then Slicko jumped down into the soft green grass and ran away. And that is the end of this chapter. Good night. Sleep tight. Go.